Last week on The Slut Show, I pecked a guy. When did you think, okay, I'm gonna make an OnlyFans and start doing porn? When I open my phone gallery, I'm like, huh, I spoke my own butthole. How do you want to raise your kids in regards to your porn career? He was having a hard time keeping it hard. Is it easy to make money on OnlyFans? I'm a straight <laughs> as a circle. Is there stuff you don't do? Like I just secretly bring a dildo and I go shopping. You got a boob job recently. I do, and OnlyFans paid for it. <laughs> are going down i'm like right. oh am i no longer good enough i am not <laughs> going into my grave before i've had an orgasm simultaneously with a dick inside me mm, i right. earn more in 10 minutes than you earn in a week you get an orgasm you, you get, get an, an orgasm. orgasm he told me why would i feel bad after making myself feel good and i was like jesus Damn, that's it okay no one's looking at it over my legs and i filmed it and my, ah! my, my best friend and my sister were sitting next to me like what the fuck are you doing i was like i'm working i'm working <laughs> This week on The Slut Show. And then I found the word non-binary. And I was like, wait yeah. a damn minute. When right. it's like really just there for the sex. I just, yeah. I, I, I can't get into it. Everybody was like talking about body counts and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm still a virgin. How did you connect with your cultural heritage uh, living in a super white country? People referring to me as a man or mm -hmm. something like that. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Do you believe in monogamy? Just be as white as possible. Try to be as skinny as possible. At least in the gay world. What are things that could make coming out easier well i've had orgies before oh shit oh my god tell me more yeah. there was a dick, <laughs> in some... a dick in someone's ear don't do drugs but that shit's fun Th now those, I know. those are five holes being filled wow shit holy <laughs> the more i speak about it the more people will get it what exactly happened everyone but it was just having sex with one another yeah and i was eating sushi in a corner <laughs> <laughs> Hey you, thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary means and any and everyone in between, welcome to a brand new episode of The Slut Show. I am so excited for the person I have in the studio with me today. They are a makeup talent, fashion diva, drag goddess, storyteller, self-proclaimed nerd, and music maker. I'm talking about the one and only Robin Lemon. How are you doing? Hi. I'm I'm pretty good. Awesome. You yeah. look fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my I, God. I love Ooh. the pink. It's so good. It works. Slut show. Everything. Oh, my God. We slutty. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Being non-binary, reconnecting with cultural heritage, coming out, being semi-sexual slash gray sexual harassment, bullying, how to deal with it. Um, but before we're gonna get started. The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. The podcast slash talk show about shit you and I have to deal with on a daily basis. About feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb ass bitch, and obviously about loads of sex. Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What's the most empowering thing you did lately? Hmm, the most mm. empowering thing. And what like, any way it can um, be any i think the most empowering thing that i've done was uh the photo shoot that i did with um my mom sorry mm -hmm. and i was actually went outside and everything with the makeup on and everything i was like okay i'm so i'm just like so nervous so nervous right. and then when i did the photo shoot and i went outside i had like a lot of compliments awesome. coming to my way and people were like oh my god this looks amazing I so love to good. follow you. So that was like really empowering. I was like, okay, awesome. I was like really nervous to do that. And then yes. I, 
then at the end of the day, I was so happy. So like, I think that was the most empowering thing I've done in the that is so good last couple of weeks. We're gonna be talking about many things, like I just said. But before we're gonna do it, I mean, no slut show without slutty science. So let's dive right into it. I got some slutty science for you because we like to stick to facts. Slutty science with this episode of Slutty Science builds on a slutty science from episode 2, 5, and 6 of season 2. I was born with the sex of a woman. My gender identity aligns with the sex I was born with, and therefore I am a cisgendered woman. The gender of people whose gender identity does not align with the sex they were assigned with at birth falls within the umbrella term transgender. These people are therefore called transgender individuals. Among those trans folks are non-binary people. About one-third of individuals who identify as transgender primarily identify as non-binary. Non-binary folks can consider their gender to be neither male nor female. They may identify as both male and female at the same time. They may identify with different genders at different times, which is called gender fluidity. Or they identify with no genders at all, rejecting the very idea of only two genders. Non-binary people, like any other group of humans, come in all shapes, colors, and sizes, expressing their gender identity in all types of ways, perhaps at times extravagantly or maybe never at all. Population-based studies show a small percentage, but a sizable proportion in terms of raw numbers, of people who identify as non-binary. These people remain to be at risk of victimization and of minority or marginalization stress as a result of discrimination. Recent studies have shown that non-binary people are at a higher risk to attempt suicide. They have shown to experience more psychological distress and on top of that experience higher levels of depression and anxiety. New studies on identity developments of non-binary individuals provide explicit and fluid understandings of gender identity development outside of the binary binoculars of male, female, men, woman, boy, girl. Even though non-binary people make up a significant portion of the transgender community and experience even greater negative mental health risks, very little research is focused upon non-binary individuals. Non-binary people face several challenges in a society that is structured around binary gender identities. Therefore, I am of opinion that speaking to, but more importantly, listening to non-binary folks is of vital importance in order to properly understand the battles they go through and how we, cisgendered folks, can make their lives a little easier. Wow, you did your research. <laughs> you identify as non-binary. Can you tell Correct. us a little bit more about uh, how you identify and how that came to be? Be basically yeah. when I was little, I like always felt like a little bit more feminine than like masculine. So right. I was like, I'm male inside at birth, but for some reason, it, it never felt like really right to be like, oh, I'm I'm like a manly figure or whatever right. stuff like that. So later on, it was like, okay. Um, Let's experiment more. And yeah. then I started going into drag. Um, awesome. That's so cool. I love drag. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like this, like just like this hyper femininity right. happening. And then I was like, mm, this is like too much, right. I guess. Like it, it, it's not like the, the thing that I want to reach. Maybe, maybe there's like a little bit of like a, an in-between or something like that. Right. And then I found the word non-binary. Um, and I was like, wait a second. Does this exist? Wait That's a, how I feel. Wait yeah. a damn minute. Right. That's that's me. Right. Um, and then I started experimenting with that. And then, you know, also like trying to find out a, right. a lot of things about myself. 
um and i was like yeah this is this is it That's this it, yeah. this is it and uh, for instance right now when i'm doing drag and i'm doing like the hyper feminine things right. like anymore i just i wear a mustache and everything so right. i've really found my place in like what, what i want to do right now and how i feel that yeah, is so a important a little, little bit of the journey congrats on finding yourself in that way it's Thank so you. important you're so yeah. welcome um so you still do drag right yeah in a different way then how do you how did that evolve uh, like I said in, in the beginning it was like very like mm-hmm. trying to be as feminine as possible right and then because I already had like very feminine features I didn't right. really I was like very really into like the fishy drag like ah. oh well right, and then yeah, I do yeah. and then, then I do comedy songs yeah. so I was like very like mixing Hannah Montana kind of kind of moment and then yeah like later I was like no this is not really my style right. and I hate shaving but like I hate <laughs> facial hair right so I was like, uh, let's do like a, a mixture between, I guess. And then and then I find I was like, I like this. Yeah. This, this is this is what I like. Shaving in general is shit. I hate um, it. Oh. oh my god, I am seriously like so. I fucking hell, Yappy is such a drunk. <laughs> oh my god, I I'm seeing someone and I'm you know I I like having it all clean, no hair and stuff. But then I used to wax and now I'm back to shaving and I'm. No, no, I just can't. I just fucking can't. I hate it. Yeah, I hate shaving everywhere, basically. How old were you when you came out as non-binary? Um, I think it was around 16, 17, something like that. It was with uh, Purple Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, they asked me, like, hey, do you want to participate in, in, a, in a poster? And I was like, sure, whatever. I, like, I, I hadn't come out as non-binary yet. And then I, I, I told them, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm non-binary. So yeah. I just went on the shoot and then... They had an interview with me, and then that got posted on Facebook, and then that, that's how literally everybody wow found out that you I was got nobody. balls doing it like that, man. Oh my god! I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm I'm out now. Yeah. So that's how I kind of came out as non-binary. I, I didn't even tell people. I was like, just accept it. Right. I guess. Good. That's very important. That needs to be accepted. So fucking accept it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You, you can demand that. Like that I is. don't. I don't need a coming out story or something good you just gotta be like yeah good for you how do you feel um because you identify as semi-sexual slash gray sexual is that correct yes how do you feel like that um fits within the contemporary society we live in uh because it's based on sex sex and more sex i mean slut show is a good example of it i was that virgin (laughs) till i was like 18 Mm -hmm. um and i i never had any like needs to do something or something something like that and then uh i really went to like to the into the gay scene Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like people and hang out with people from that scene yeah and like you said like it's it's like a very sex it's like a really sex positive like sex sex heavy yeah not only sex positive but like very sex heavy yeah um scene and everybody was like talking about body counts and stuff like that and i was like i'm still a virgin right so right. i was like trying to like okay well i'm gonna try to delve into this world yeah and like first time having sex was not great i was like mm, mm, i don't know if that's you know right if, if this is it it was like a, a with hook- what kind of person did you have sex it was like a random hookup in a hotel okay. <laughs> I was oh, like, okay. this is like the worst like worst thing to have to have yeah your, literally yeah. your virginity yeah. and then the second time it was like with this person and we watched like a couple of episodes of drag race we had a couple of drinks it was really fun and and everything and then i realized like 
Oh. I actually like this now. Yeah. What I didn't like before, I like it right now. Mm. And I had a lot of hookups afterwards. And then right. I, rem- I like remember like the times that I really got to know the pe- the pe- the person that was with me. Yeah. That's where th- those were the times that I actually right. liked ha- having sex with with them. Um and like those random hookups I did not enjoy at all. They just all. didn't do it for you. No. And like besides besides like you know having sex, like I don't really have like a sexual mindset or something. Like right. I don't necessarily go to that point. Uh, unless like you know it's happening in the moment or something mm-hmm. like that it's like yeah. oh wait we have a couple of drinks and then we're just cuddle in bed and then sometimes right. it happens like of course but yeah. my mind isn't necessarily like oh wait i'm planning to have you sex don't initiate it like no that. exactly yeah it, it just it just happens it happens what it does and i, I just like i like that it's like Good. when when that when it happens like that i was like mm-hmm. okay yeah you know i enjoy it but when right. it's like really just there for the sex i just yeah. I, I, I can't get into it that's so interesting because i am absolutely a person who's like i need sex like right now or tomorrow (laughs) or like the day after i'm gonna be planning it because you know i'm coochie needs to be yeah touched um (laughs) what about masturbation how what is your relationship with masturbation i mean i think it's healthy to do it once in a while yay even even yay to that i mean like you know I, i still watch porn sometimes but it's not like like in a daily thing or something right it's like oh well hmm. i think my body has like some need right now right, or like yeah. i need to release something like quite, <laughs> quite literally quite literally yeah <laughs> no but sometimes like like you know before you go to bed you're like oh my god i can't it's such a good way to fall asleep i was like i, mean, I can't go to sleep it was like oh, sure whatever okay. i'll just open my twitter just, and yeah and i'll see I'll what scroll. passes through <laughs> I'll touch. Exactly. It's like, ugh. I'll do it again. Okay. Exactly. But it's, yeah. it's not like something that I love doing or something. But Right. That's interesting. Do, do you have any sex toys? I have one. Oh. Literally one. Nothing else. How do you... Because your pronouns are she, they. How... Because I, I recently... <laughs> <laughs> Promo. Promo. Yeah, I, I recently learned that... Um, so there's two options with pronouns as far as i'm concerned correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. um it can be she they and that that means that you interchangeably use she and they or it can be um she wears makeup their makeup looks a certain way and then a different use of a pronoun has a different preferred one what is that like for you can you follow me at all i, I mean i can follow you yeah. but like um for, for me I, I i'm more in touch with my feminine side okay um but i also like the, the, the gender neutral term oh right. my god <laughs> i also like the gender ne- neutral term yeah. i kind of prefer like the she because like okay. you know in in, in, a, in a queer scene it was like right. oh this girl or like yeah, yeah, miss yeah. thing or queen. like some queen something yeah. like that so like i'm really used to that yeah. so that's why i like uh using she right and then the they um it's also like you know it's an option it's an option right. it's, it's like but like i also prefer it sometimes right so but, that's trans feminine non-binary then yeah okay cool even though i have, have like a mustache on so yeah but i think it's really cool because it is so associated with menhood and you are breaking all the binary norms that are mm-hmm. you know around it is that because obviously that's um that's a choice you're making how do, how do people respond to that um well 
you know, it's, it's, it's still kind of a weird concept. What it's like still wearing a mustache while you still kind of identify with with mm-hmm. your femininity. So, like, I have a lot of trouble sometimes, like, you know, like um, people referring to me as a man or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's really hard to uh, correct them yeah. or stuff like that. But, like, I, I work, I will correct them or something, like, over with my friends and everything. But, like, yeah. you know, if it's guests, I'm like, I'm, I'm probably never, never going to see you again. Yeah. So I'm not going to bother, I guess. I think it's very, very hard to, um, on one hand, choose to uh, dress a certain way or choose to, you know, let your mustache be your mustache, but then also wear makeup and identify as trans feminine non-binary. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's, in general, very hard for people to understand uh, because they it's not their story. Mm-hmm. How do you feel the world could do a better job at... Um, using the right pronouns what are steps that need to be made in order to get get that change i mean just like asking for your name like asking your pronouns right away that would be a great thing right. like hi what's your name and like your pronouns or something like or yeah. you know if, when you're introduced like uh, hi i am i'm robin she them yeah it's That's like so introduce yourself like hey that is actually such a good idea i never thought of doing that immediately because i always put it in my name everywhere but if you do it right away, then, you know, they'll know right away how, right. how, to, how to approach you. Yeah. Or, like, if you're asking, like, hey, what's your name and what's your pronouns? Mm-hmm. Like you have the whole thing, the whole package. Right. You don't have to ask them later. You don't have to w- wonder about it. You yeah, don't have exactly. to feel like, oh, wow, how do I approach you? No, it's like, hi, what's your name? It's what's your pronouns? Soon. Yeah, that's, Boom. That's, that's a great suggestion, really. I know that you were bullied in in preliminary school high school um can you tell me a little bit how how that all went down at one primary school it was it was basically um hey you we have a new trigger warning system if you hear this sound a potential trigger will follow the first one will follow right after this interruption if you want to see what triggers we are warning you for check out the podcast description or check out the right top corner of the youtube video to see the blinking warning lights with the potential trigger Enjoy the rest of the episode. More so that I was one of the only brown kids or like Asian kids uh, at school. Everybody was like white. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, wow, well, you have a different skin color. And now we're going to bully yeah, you. We're going to bully you. And I wasn't also the skinniest one. So I was like, oh, OK, you're fat and you're Asian. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you're a little femme, too. Not a reason to bully. No. And like, and you're a little femme too. So like, oh, we're gonna call you all the names. I was like, hmm, great. Um, so it wasn't like the the best time ever. Mm. Um, but then again, I got really strong because of that too. I got like Good a thick a thick skin. I was like, Good okay, whatever. You. Didn't really get into fights, but that wasn't that wasn't uh, in middle school. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. So basically, so basically, that's that's when I like really came out like as queer mm-hmm. um and not everybody was like a fan of that Ugh. and you know like okay we had so i went to a school and we had two buildings okay one was homophobic one was racist oh jesus fuck <laughs> now that sucks that was suck that sucked and i had to go to 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 the building like left and right interchangeably like, oh you would you would just be like okay which one is it now yeah be? oh wait homophobia yay great and then i was like oh racism hey. oh my god i love this yeah. jesus christ mm. 
So it was kind of like that, and like of course, I was like I, I, I was I was the gay kid of of, of the school. Like mm-hmm. everybody knew me as the gay kid. And it was like right. okay, wow, because I was kind of loud though. So like I don't blame them. No, but yeah, you can be no, so no, no, like to, no, no, and... but like to 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 like point me out as the the gay kid. But right. like you know the bullying part that that's something else. I was like okay. Um, I, because of the thick skin, you know, I had a, I had a big mouth, mm-hmm. and when they were fighting, I was fighting back. You gave them shit back. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't like that because, like, of course, I have a smart mouth. Yeah, you know how to point out people. <laughs> I know, shit. I, I know how to point out people's shit, and I know how to, t- you know, get to their insecurities and stuff. And that's <laughs> <laughs> you got cruel because of it. You learn. Yeah, I mean, you learn from the best, right? Yeah, mm. Exactly, exactly. So like. I, I played the mind games back to them, and then Good. I got under the skins. So like, okay, uh, mm, well, I know your daddy some... doesn't make as much money. Like, stuff like that. And I did get into fights sometimes. So, like, okay, well, if you throw a punch, I will try to throw a punch back. I mean, honestly, though, uh, if, if, if they're being dicks, <laughs> be a dick right back at them. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't condone violence, but... Like, standing up for yourself, so standing up for important. yourself is important, and you know, if they hit you, hit them back harder. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. Oh with my that. god, we're promoting violence here, are oh we? God. Shit! Oh my god. Sorry. You are a, a youth pride ambassador. What does that entail? I am basically the face of the youth pride of this year. You're the literal face. Yeah. Shit. Awesome. I'm, I love that. Yeah. So basically, they're gonna pro- promote my story, and then they're um. Yeah, basically promote me, I guess. <laughs> but that's cool. How did you get? A- did you get asked, or how did that? Um. Well, you could uh, sign in auditions. Hmm. Um, and then they will put pick uh, the 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 best basically. And there was like a a choice of three people. A competition. It was a competition, kind of. Uh, and there were three people who were chosen, and then the one who got the most votes and like the most like interactions and yes, everything. Yes, queen. And the one who they thought that the the who had the like the best message and everything, right? Yeah. Um, and they voted on that, so it's like okay, well, thank you. Yeah, that's so good. So yeah. happy for you. So you're gonna be um because we're shooting this in Amsterdam. You live in Amsterdam, so do I. Are you gonna be attending every Pride related event? How's that gonna go? Basically, awesome. <laughs> Basically, almost all of them, I guess. Awesome. Like. I need to go places. I still need to know which places I need to be directly. Right, yeah. But I'm going to be in a lot of places. Awesome. We will definitely run into each other then. I'm I totally hope so. going. I hope so. I hope so. So you, uh, you said that in high school, it was either the racist bigots or the homophobic asses. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you connect with your cultural heritage uh, living in a super white country? At that time, uh, I really tried to repress everything because... You know, it was a racist environment, and yeah. I re- can really like you know be yourself, be myself, and uh, show stuff from from my culture and everything. Mm-hmm. And that kind of dragged on for like a for like a while, um, even when I was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. For instance, if you're dating, you don't want like most most of the the men don't want to. We want you to look too feminine or, you know, stuff right. like that. You need to hold back. You need to be as white as possible, basically, yeah. to, to be able to date people. And it was like, I, I fell into the trap of, like, going there. I was like, oh, shit, wait. Actually, 
fell into that. I mean, it's a white centric like country, totally, or that we live in, and they expect you to to live up to like this specific standard, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is just just be as white as possible, try to be as skinny as possible, at least in the gay world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and stuff like that, and it's right. it's very toxic. Yeah, totally. It's like, especially especially like the grinder life or like the Tinder life. Like, if you don't have that kind of image, like you don't really fit in. Definitely, like grinder is super racist, mm-hmm. and also kind of transphobic. Yes, you're gray sexual. Gray sexual. But yeah. is that is that also pan? Like in terms of um, gender, or does it not necessarily? No, it doesn't really mean anything. Okay. Um, I am pan romantic okay cool so um i can fall in love with anyone basically Mm -hmm. just sex is like that's a different one so when you talk about being uh semi-sexual these terms can be used interchangeably as well right semi-sexual and gray sexual i think so i don't don't, i've never heard of the the (laughs) terms semi-sexual so Okay, yeah. yeah, I had never heard of the term gray sexual. I tried to look up so many things, but there is no fucking research done on this. And it's so yeah. important because sexuality is a spectrum. Asexuality is a valid sexuality. Mm-hmm. Semi-sexuality, like, gray sexuality. has like also like, a, it's like a big umbrella term for like a lot of exactly. sexualities. Yeah. So what gender you're attracted to is not necessarily incorporated within the sexuality that you identify with. Is that it? No, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, if you're ase- asexual, like, or, like, on the spectrum, right. it doesn't really necessarily mean that you're bi, um, but it can mean that you're bi. But you can also, like, have a, a very direct point, like, okay, I only fall in love with men or, like, fall in love with m- women. I feel like it's so important to have you educate us about this because mm-hmm. these are things that are not even on the internet. No. And they are most certainly not in sex education. And it needs to be incorporated in it. Um, If you were able to um, write uh, write up a manual of sex education for non bi -bi uh, for trans feminine non binary individuals who are semi slash gray sexual, what are things that you would advise them? Do experiment, but you know, know your boundaries. Like, get to know your boundaries. Like, what do you like? What don't you like? Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's how I found out. Uh, about myself basically um and if you don't want to don't do it (laughs) yeah like it's really it's really like a self-journey like just really find find out and everything and um you know like there's 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 a million ways to express your sexuality and your totally romantic side and everything so um do I mean like do do a little bit of research? Go to Google, like you know there there's there's there just like a few Wikipedia pages on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean not on everything, right? But like there are articles everywhere, I guess. Yeah, totally. So if if you really do delve into it, you'll find it. Right, exactly. I feel like it's also very important to you know these kinds of podcasts I make exactly for this reason, so that mm-hmm. there is representation and so that people can find. Uh, people who are who identify with things that they also identify with. Hey, did you hear that? I think we got mail. We do. Shit, we do. What are things that could make coming out easier? Um, start with your friends. Good one. That's 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 a that's a thing. Like f- find people who you really trust mm-hmm. and come out to them and 
they could help you come out to like your, right. maybe your family, your, your brothers, your sisters. Maybe your brothers and sisters can't even help out and mm-hmm. everything. Because those like find the people who are closest to you. Right. Um, and if if you don't have those, the, um, you know, maybe there, tell a stranger on the internet. Exactly, not a bad idea. Find a <laughs> find a stranger on the internet, or like don't find a stranger on the internet. Like find communities, right? On yeah. the internet, that's 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 a more valid thing. Like yeah, a, a community where people are like you know, um, who've been through the same struggles and everything. So you can come out to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a saver solution than just go to a random stranger <laughs> not a good suggestion ellen <laughs> and if you're like really scared if if your parents are going to find out or something like that go incognito please go incognito do it do it we are going to be taking a quick break but we will be back but first can i get some backing vocals slut show sex position twister your weekly dose of bedroom inspiration mm. It's near the bridge. Especially recommend this one if you want to practice communication and learning to articulate what you do and do not like in the bedroom or outside of it. Aqua acrobatics. Please don't try this at home. I cannot state this enough. However, if you do, good luck, because I nearly died. It does go real deep though. A cross-legged lust. Perfect for lovers who enjoy passionate lovemaking and drowning in each other's eyes. Your weekly dose of bedroom inspiration. What is your favorite sex position? Because obviously we saw three just now, but mm-hmm. what's your favorite? What's my favorite? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Mm. You're asking somebody who doesn't really have sex, right? But, but especially but. though, I think it's super interesting because when you enjoy those moments, I'm super cur- curious what it is exactly that you like. Hmm. Yeah, consciously making this decision. I mean, you know what I like is 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 like the position where like you're 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 like. Like you know, like I love that. your socks, by the way. Thank you. Like you know, like that. You okay. Know, you know, on your back, and then missionary? the person. I know it's not missionary. Like when the you can, uh, the the position where you can kiss each other. Oh, I guess that's missionary. So they they hold your legs like that. And yeah, then... like, uh, like your legs go on their shoulders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's flexible can... missionary. I, call. I, I mean, I don't know. That's I, when I've stretched I, I don't missionary. Know, <laughs> I don't know names of positions, but like you know, your 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 legs go on their shoulders, and then they can go in and kiss you. Oh yeah. You know, I like yeah. those. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's so quite, when it's quite a workout, but oh dear God, <laughs> there's actually an episode we uh oh that that was actually last week's episode. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, I tried to. Um, <laughs> I tried to do a particular position that, um, well, did not really work that well. Uh, but I tried to, you know, sh- show the people at home what what it was all about. Uh, I'm not doing it again, so I'm glad you did it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> it helped me out real good. Yeah. So um, for you, it really is about uh, the romantic connection. Exactly. The the, the thing I like right. most about it is like seeing their faces. Right. Right. And be like, you know, really can really like hug mm-hmm. while during it. And mm-hmm. thing. Like I like to see their faces. I like faces. Faces They're are beautiful. Good. Faces are beautiful. You know, I don't like to be on my back or something or like, you know, 
Mm-mm. No, I like to see their faces. That I think that's a really good tip for people who are in doubt if they're asexual or maybe uh, gray sexual or any other kind of sexual that is not nymphomaniac Ellen (laughs) Uh, then I think this is a really good suggestion how do you uh, handle your sexuality when you're dating when do you tell people um mostly right away okay so they know what they're they're into right getting into um because otherwise they're like oh wow I'm hypersexual and you know I mean then again I can work around that um but then how I don't know. How do you work around I, it? I, I think without... I can, but it's going to be difficult. Yeah, because isn't like, how do you not lose yourself when you do that? I don't know. Because then again, I was like thinking of maybe like polyamory or something. But then again, I'm like a really jealous type. Mm. So I don't know if I could work that. Then again, you know. That's interesting because polyamory could be a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in monogamy? Hmm. Yes and no. I don't. I don't really know. It's like I. <laughs> Same. Sometimes like, I just get bored of people, and I'm like, you know. <laughs> I get that. And I'm like, I don't want to see you for like two months, and then I want to go back. But like, so I still love you, baby. Like during those two right, months, right. like I still love you, but I just don't want to see you. <laughs> I just need a bit from a time for for yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's just important. But like seeing somebody else, maybe I don't know. Maybe it will be nice. Have I you guess. have you ever done anything polyamorous? No, never. So you're like you're I, open I, to I, experimenting. I then. mean, I am. I guess. Okay. Hit <laughs> her up. I mean, I've done a lot of things. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Tell me more about the experimenting. Uh, uh, experimenting. Well, I've had orgies before. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Tell me more. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like a... With how many people of what gender I... Give us context. <laughs> Give us the whole situation. Um. Well, one time I was like in a, in a hotel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like six people. Qu- queer. So okay. it was like great. All, all, all kinds of genders? Yeah. So that was great. <laughs> okay. Cool. So how what what exactly happened? Everyone but it was just having sex with one another? Yeah, and I was eating sushi in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was drinking like I was like drinking the whole mini fridge. <laughs> I was eating sushi in a corner. I was just watching. It was it was quite interesting so to that's, watch. So that's that's kind of and then, voyeurism, like the loving to watch people having sex. I would love to have been there, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and then like like consensually, they were asking me like, "Hey, do you want to join sometimes?" Like, I- I'm quite okay. You can. And then sometimes it was like, "Okay, let's join a little bit." There were really nice people. Right. There were really nice people. How did you end up there? After party. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's quite an after party i was party. like oh wow like af- like after going out it was like oh let- let's go to an after party i was like okay sure i'm awesome I'm, I'm down and then everybody got naked and i was like oh okay awesome though <laughs> but oh my god it just uh if you want to hear the story of how i had a threesome um i actually recorded an episode with the girl uh, who was part of that threesome it oh, really? was episode eight of season two, uh three Four? Wow, Ellen. Yes, yeah, so life happened and this turned into not being season four, episode eight, but instead it was season five, episode two. And it is linked in the screen right now if you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening, I'm just going to end this recording real quick. 
check that out. Um, but first, your oh, this is so I've done some things. Okay, okay. Like, so experimenting in regards to drugs, have you have you? I've never done drugs before. Oh, really? Never in my life. Oh, wow. I only okay. like smoked weed. Okay. Like for a year, and then I stopped because it was like getting too much. Yeah. Right. And I mean, if you count alcohol as drugs, so I do yes, alcohol. Totally. So, but like, besides alcohol, I right. don't do drugs. Okay, good for you. Then again, one time, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was having sex with this person. It was like he was really nice. It was Friday, we were everything like food. It was it was it was lovely. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. But then again, he like um, he was doing poppers. Oh, and yeah, he was doing poppers, and then, <laughs> then he grabbed me by the neck. Oh, dear. I was like, oh, kind of kinky, you know. Yeah. Uh, but his hand wasn't on the popper thingy. Oh, correctly. So it got into my nose. Oh, and then I was like, stop, <laughs> stop what we're doing right now. Oh god, <laughs> I, what the fuck is happening? Oh, because it was the first time I've yes. ever had poppers in my nose. Right. Like, what the fuck is happening right, right. now? Like, stop, 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 stop. Let me Maybe, get sober for a me, sec. Let me yeah. get sober for like one second. Like, because yeah. it takes 30 seconds or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, well, if you feel fine now, let's go, let's continue. Did you like it? No. No, I I get it. <laughs> it I'm, was like, I mean, I, I I knew what like getting high was like because cause I did weed yeah. for like a year and it was like the most ultimate high for like 30 seconds. I was like, there. I was like, what the fuck what the fuck so, have you ever done balloons with like no I uh, well is this like kind of similar yeah it's very similar to poppers uh in my opinion but um they're so much better they're so much better okay well i'm I, not gonna do them but no but like for the pe- more you know the more you know don't <laughs> do drugs kids don't, don't do, do drugs it. don't do it um but there was a situation where I threw a party, obviously before Corona, uh, <laughs> and uh, somehow there were balloons at the party. Uh, I don't know how they ended up there. Um, and the the tank arrived because it's, it's this huge, well, you can obviously do little ones, but then there was this huge, like the doorbell rang. I was like, who ordered pizza? And then it was this tank of balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... <laughs> we all took the first one and so we were laying there and i think it took five minutes and then i said whoa and it was like (laughs) it was dead ass silent nobody said anything and everyone just bursted into laughter because it had been silent for five minutes straight because we were like so wow (laughs) so but honestly don't do drugs but that shit's fun i mean okay no no you can do it but do it use it safely youtube i don't recommend it no but then do it safe indeed exactly if you're gonna do it do it safe and like always have a person with you who who's sober that is so it's gonna be so sober. important yeah yeah um have a trip sitter exactly have a trip sitter like yeah. exactly don't do drugs but if you're doing it do, do it with somebody yeah who you trust basically somebody who knows how to dose somebody who's done it before mm-hmm. i'm not at all uh <laughs> yeah no experience. all right uh, that, you don't hit me I mean, up I, honey I, I, I don't i, I don't I, know I, anything. i'm experienced trip setters so. <laughs> love that yeah you do you do that for friends yeah so how, how are because i feel like in the gay community and the queer community in general drugs is so much more normal than in the heterosexual community yeah it, it does feel like it oh was there drugs involved in the orgy yeah 
Mm. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And I was the only one who was <laughs> drinking from the mini bar. <laughs> Eating your sushi, minding your sushi. own damn business. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Would you do it again? Um. Maybe. Maybe. What does it depend upon? The right people. Right. And I don't like necessarily have to participate, but like just being being there watching being there like it's it's I, I guess it would be fun I guess. Yeah. Like last time was also like really fun. Like, oh wow, all these lovely people and having fun. Having fun. Yeah. And then I I've, I've never seen positions like that in my yeah. life before. It's like, okay, okay. well. Okay. Now those I know. those are five holes being filled. Wow. Shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> five. Wait, let me So which holes were filled? Uh, well, so the camera is about to drop dead, and in and of itself, that isn't really a problem. However, the footage is just too good to cut out. So, luckily, my co-producer was shooting a little bit of behind-the-scenes footage, which will now turn into our backup camera, since the only one running was the one close up to Robin. So enjoy this bit, because it was way too juicy not to air. So which holes were filled? Uh, well, you have... You have the back mm-hmm. and, and 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 that and then the door, the two here and somebody put it in the ear. Was there a dick in someone's ear? There was a dick in someone's ear. There was a dick. There in was some- a dick in someone's ear because <laughs> they couldn't find another hole. <laughs> there was a dick in someone's ear. Yes. No. Oh my god! But it can't. Was it a, a, a micro penis or? No, oh, no. It, it was just like fumbling over there. It was like. I don't know what was happening. I was like, I'm just eating my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> this is very entertaining to watch. Wow, that is so interesting. What is something that sexually turns you on a lot? Um, a, a nice face. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I like chubby people. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like I like I like something to hold on or something. It's it's nice and but it's not you know, like you know necessarily soft. like like a like a sexual thing is like mm-hmm. y'all y'all just really in cuddly. general y'all just really cuddly cuddling is so I nice. Don't, I don't like I like to hold something. Your mother died when you were very young. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you advise people into um, coming to terms with you know obviously a huge loss, but then also um, get getting in touch with your, with your cultural heritage when such a big part of that cultural heritage um, leaves planet Earth. Let me put it like that. I mean, in the beginning, it was it was still there um, for a long time. And, but, like, as, as you get older, like, as I got older, it was like, okay, well, this is not really what, what's expected of me in society. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, I pushed it away and everything. And then, I guess, last year, I, I was like, you know, what the fuck? Like, why am I keeping up with these standards that people put right. on me? Like, I want to just be my fucking self. And Why then, are you? Yeah. Like, that's. it's also around the same time that I'm gray sexual. It's also, like, you know, that I'm fully embraced my non-binary... Uh, Ness. Ness. Yeah. Basically. And and then I also like, wait, but I also have this, this, this cultural background that... Is I have also neglected, and mm-hmm. I want to reclaim everything, like reclaim everything that I've pushed away, that everybody been pushing away from me. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm taking it back. Good, taking it back, Good taking everything back. So you know, it it was kind of a journey, mm-hmm. ups and downs. Um, but eventually, like 
don't let people say what what you should and shouldn't do what are concrete literal things that you uh did in your process of reclaiming your cultural heritage and also your non-binariness mm -hmm. what are things that you did that empowered you in that sense showing myself really like you know getting myself out there on the instagram mm -hmm. on, on the whatever on the social media stuff like that like really speak my truth yeah go out and ju just do the thing tell him yeah tell him say it say yeah. it louder exactly instead of like hiding i've also been struggling with a lot of mental illness like lately and everything and i find i found out like the more i speak about it the more people will get it and accept stuff like that and i was like why not with these subjects too yeah so i was like you know like get it out there talk, talk your mind even even when like people are like against it i'm like fuck y'all Normalizing mental health uh, issues and talking about it and actively uh, working on it with yourself is so in incredibly important. And I think the mm -hmm. same goes for um, well, the li the very precious life of non-binary pearls mm -hmm. um, and anyone trans. Really, if we don't talk about it, there is no there's no representation. There's yeah. no like nobody will see you. Nobody will see us. Will see us. Right. So, uh, but then again, like only do it if you're ready mm -hmm. um don't force, don't, don't force yourself. yourself to be like oh i need to be this activist pioneer right it's like do it on your own terms and that would whichever way you like to do it through to art do it through you know social media do it through whatever medium like mm -hmm. you like to use do it how do you see the future what do you want to you have so many different talents you have so many different options open for you, honey. My future. Yeah. We're talking about my future. Um, well, I'd like to start a music career. Um, that is one thing that's always been on my mind. I like to go on stage. I like to perform, mm -hmm. even though I have, like, major anxiety. So that's, like, contradicting. But, like, that's why I, like, drag uh, and, like, my persona, like, a lot. Because mm -hmm. I don't really change a lot, but I just get more confident. Like when Good I when I get into mood in the mood, I was like, oh, yes, let's let's do yes, it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like with 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 um, with my performances, sometimes I just grab the mic, be like, hey guys, I'm like very anxious, but like you know, um, I want to talk to you for like a little bit and uh, just just ground myself a little, and and then I'll start the performance. Good for you. Open up about that shit. Yeah, because sometimes, otherwise I'm going to choke, and yeah. I don't want that. No. So I do it before. That's like, a really good tip, actually, for people who perform. Yeah. Tell them you're nervous, because it's immediately like you, you don't, you don't need You don't ha need to have, like, a grand entrance or something. I mean, it, lo it would look cool, but, like, mm -hmm. do it, like, when you're, like, really, 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 really in there. Yeah. But when you're, like, really anxious, just go on stage or and, and just talk to the audience. Be like, hey, um... I'm very anxious right now. But I'm um, here and I'm proud of myself. But I'm here and I'm proud of myself and I'm going to do it in a, in a little bit. But I just want y'all to know that, um, you know, this is this is my mental state right mm -hmm. now. And um, but I'm still going to do it. And I think that's like a really nice way to also get to know the audience, mm -hmm. but also ground yourself. Yeah. And show that you are a person, too. Yeah, exactly. And you're human. Because a lot of people you... forget that, you know, people on stage are people. Right we are <laughs> yeah you're not just a character that is there you're an actual person with actual feelings and mm -hmm. actual experiences who 
is has built this character to as kind of a way out of the real world sometimes yeah, is per- that what it's exactly. like for you as well uh not per se but it, it do- does get me like a little bit more confident i guess it's like i get more in touch with with uh with the non-binariness of, of it all. <laughs> awesome. I'd love to see some pictures of all of your drag. Um, I will actually insert them right now. So they're here. Oh my God, look at it. Wow. Ah, oh my God, that's so amazing. I love it. Wow. What, what would you say to your younger self? I mean, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Maybe a little bit more downs than ups. But we're going to get there. Like right now, we're like it's going to take a while. But I'm in a very good place right now. Good for you. Yeah. So happy to hear that. Yeah. You are so going to... I would say that to my younger self. Because I was like hella depressed. <laughs> Kid, you're going to be fine. And, and you know, you're, you, you constantly hear that, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. I'm like, you, you don't believe that shit when you're, when you're like in... When you're at the spot. Uh, and in the spot, like when you're in your depression. So if you if you can hear from yourself, you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I trust you a little bit. If you're at that spot where you're like, it's never going to get better... I know that you're going to want to kill me for saying that it's going to get better anyways, but it really will. Mm-hmm. Just hang in there. But keep your head above the water. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Even when it's better. But the ups are going to be worth the, the downs. Exactly. Like right now, I'm like so glad that I'm still here. And I, I, I like, you know, like everything that I'm doing right now, I'm like, yes, I made it. I'm very glad you're still here. I too. made it. I, I, I talked to my sister and like. We, we, we were really like there and now we're here congratulations you're doing so great yeah so proud you. of you for that genuinely thank you so much for being here thank you at home for watching um and tuning into this week's episode of the slot show next week i will be back same place same time and then you will see this this is the third fourth five i don't know how many time i don't have a little bit for next week but i hope you forgive me i'm just gonna not say that anymore when recording episodes okay bye <laughs> if you want to read the information from slutty science again head over to the yes orgasm the slutshow.org <laughs> um, where you are also able right now to get your hands on my five piece postcard collection Oh, oh my god um which is dedicated to screwing over the pa- patriarchy and empowering you uh if you'd like to support the slut show and another way you can have it, head over to my patreon page to buy me a coffee which is only four euros a month and by doing so you support both me and the team sitting behind the camera tremendously please follow me on instagram at the slut show with alan moore follow our lovely guest what is your instagram handle um it is robin i think it's dot dot and then la and then underscore, an underscore mont m-o-n-t <laughs> m-o-n-t and otherwise it's in the description <laughs> <laughs> you can also send in questions for our mail segment at the slut show with on more don't forget to give this video a big thumbs up subscribe to my youtube channel sl- blah, 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 blah. share the <laughs> slut show with your friends again thank you so much for being here thank you at home for tuning in and for now sluts, sluts out, out. <laughs> yeah.